This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 156 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture today for more information. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Time Machine Week. Wait, what did she say? Yes, I know it might be early while you're listening to this podcast, but I did say that. It's totally different. It's Time Machine Week. And here's why. Because there are 150 plus episodes of the Socially Supportive Podcast and the listeners are growing exponentially. So it dawned on me that we are here, I am here to make sure that you can have the latest strategy and technology in social and digital customer care right at your fingertips. And if you are just coming to us as a new listener, then you might be a little overwhelmed by over 150 episodes, or maybe you've been listening for a long time and you don't have time to listen every day, so you're trying to get caught up. So I want to make things easy for you. That's what I'm here for. And I went back to look at statistics on listens for all the previous episodes, and what I saw is that there are fewer listens on some very critical episodes, episodes that would be very helpful to you, episodes that can really take your social and digital customer care programs from fine to fantastic in very little time. So what I've done is I have taken the best of Manic Monday, Tech Tuesday, Wisdom Wednesday, Thoughtful Thursday, and Freeform Friday and gathered that together for you on episodes that you probably didn't hear. So we're going to take this entire week to make sure that we go ahead and rewind in our time machine to go back and give you the information that you need to make sure that your program is running successfully and You don't have to dig through all the different episodes back to episodes that you haven't heard before. So I assure you that the content that you're going to hear is going to be helpful to you, and I'm going to make sure that it's easy for you to get to. So sit tight because you're about to hear something that you needed to move your program forward. Are you ready? All right, check this out. 
All right, let's talk about today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Matthew Dixon, who said, you need to give your customers fewer reasons to be disloyal. And the best way to make that happen is to reduce customer effort. And the book of the day is The Effortless Experience, Conquering the New Battleground for Customer Loyalty by Rick DeLisi and Matthew Dixon. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursday. On Thoughtful Thursday, we discuss deep thoughts, including overarching strategy and organizational structure. And today, we're going to talk about really deep thoughts, paradigm-shifting deep thoughts. And I'm going to call it Frankie's Try It Now philosophy. So let's get into this. What is this paradigm shift that I'm talking about? Well, the best way for me to explain it to you quickly is to give you a scenario and tell you about some options behind that scenario. Close your eyes, not if you're driving. Don't close your eyes if you're driving or operating heavy machinery. We don't we don't need that. But if you can, close your eyes or just imagine that a customer tweets out to the universe, not directly to your brand, and you work at a cable company. And the customer says, my cable isn't working. I hate my cable company. And he's referring to your company. So what do you do about this? Well, what's common? What's common to be done about this? So common result A would be that your company doesn't even catch the post because they're not monitoring unowned properties or indirect mentions, as some people call it. So your company doesn't reply at all. There's no reply given. Common result B, your company catches it, but doesn't have the resources to reply. Common result C is that your company catches it and replies with a generic comment, please DM us your account information. Now, let's roll this back and let's see this from the customer's perspective. The customer says, my cable isn't working. I hate my cable company. And the reply is, please DM us your account information. Let's take a moment to let that sink in. I mean, at least you answered, but that's how it feels to the customer. And we are all customers. So, you know, common result D would be the cable company catches it, replies with an empathetic, oh, we're sorry, please DM us your account information. That's normal. That's about average. And it's great that you were listening to something that wasn't a direct mention, but still average. Now, I want you to imagine this reply. My cable isn't working. I hate my cable company. What if the first thing you said back to that customer was, Try it now. Boom, right? I hear you. You're saying, no way, Frankie. Yes way. And I know that you're thinking you can't do that, Frankie. And I'm going to say, I can too. And you're going to say, how do you know you can do it? And I'm going to say, because I've done it. And then you're going to say, how do you do it? And I'm going to say, I'm so glad you asked. Check it out. I'm going to show you how to do it. And it's only three steps. It's not as hard as you think it is. It's honestly three steps to get you from average customer experience on social customer care to try it now, fantastic customer care on social care. And you can do this, by the way, in any customer service channel. I don't care if it's face-to-face in retail. I don't care if it's on the telephone, if it's support chat, if it's in email, doesn't matter. You can do this in any channel. And I'm going to tell you how. There are three steps. I know you're like, no, there's not. Yeah, yeah, there are. There's three steps that you have to take to make this a reality for your company. The first thing you do is call a meeting with your leaders and share the try it now scenario that I just shared with you. You can go to sociallysupportive.com slash episode 26 and you'll see all of this bullet pointed out for you in the show notes. So you call a meeting with your leaders of social and digital customer care and share the scenario with them. Be by your whiteboard and ask them, say, 
how could we do this in our organization? Everybody's going to say, no way. There's no way we can do this. No way it can happen. It's completely not possible. And I want you to ask them why. And they're going to give you a lot of answers that start with the word because. Because we won't know who they are. Because it's illegal. Because we have HIPAA compliance. Because we have this and because of that. And because it'll take too much time. And because we don't have any people and write these down, write these down on the whiteboard. A lot of these will be valid answers, not being able to reply because of HIPAA or because you're sharing PII, personally identifiable information. These are all valid. These are real things. Write them down on the board and then ask some questions. They say, we can't know who the person is. Ask what if questions. Ask a ton of what if questions. Say, what if the customer's name is really unusual? Like Fitzpatrick Hinkle. I'm just making this up. How many of those are there in our system? This will get people started thinking. And then you say, what if the post is coming from a smaller market segment? How many Patrick, how many Fitzpatrick Hinkelsteins are in the Olathe, Kansas database? And now you've just taken something that's completely impossible and then you've made it a little more possible and a little more possible. Then you ask, what if they're asking about something where we don't need to verify it's the customer? Like, for example, sending a hit to a cable box. Some companies have policies that say, if we're not giving you any personal information about your account, you're just telling us our service isn't working. Doesn't matter who reports the service isn't working, we're going to fix it. What if they're asking for the address to one of our stores? What if they're asking for the nearest ATM? What if they're asking about our position on fluffy kittens and bunnies? What if they ask if we're giving away free ice cream? What if they ask how much we charge to deliver in the continental United States? And keep rolling those what if questions. Then ask, what if we didn't do it with every single customer, but what if we did this just once a day or twice a day or three times a day per agent? What if we did something that was so amazing once a day or 10 times a day or 20 times a day for just one customer? What if they had an amazing customer experience one time with us where we just made them say, wow. And that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about you can't do it every day, all the time in every scenario, but you can do it so much more often than you think you can. And those what if questions and that whiteboard and getting past no way is how you find that out. Most people don't deliver customer service in this way. The the clients and the customer that I talk to, I see that most people don't deliver customer experience in this way because they never get past the because. They don't go past the because to ask the what if. Asking the what if after the because is the key to the whole everything. So this is step one, have a meeting with your leaders. Now, after everyone says no way and you ask what if after they say because, then on step four, you want to take the real ideas that you got from that whiteboard session with your leaders and pick a couple that will work for your company and fit in with your company's overarching goals and objectives, leadership beliefs and values and opinions. You don't have to do everything all the time. Just pick a few things 
things that will be key differentiators. What can you do differently than what your competitor is offering just because you've chosen to focus on these things? That's a really good way of looking at it. Just pick a couple. You don't have to do everything all the time. And once you take those ideas, you and your leadership team write out a trial plan. And on this trial plan, it's just written in pencil. You're not doing anything permanent. We're going to go to step two. Step two is call a meeting with your frontline agents. And you're going to repeat a lot of what happened in meeting one. Don't skip this step. This is crucially important. Share the try it now scenario with the folks on your team. The first time I did this, I had a lot of tech support people on my team. And the reaction that I got was fantastic because the nature of the people with the technical support background on my team loved the fact that they could go and fix something without having to bother the customer and say, try it now. This excited them. Hopefully it does the same thing to your frontline agents. But anyway, you roll through and you share the try it now scenario. Ask your frontline agents how this could be made a reality in your organization. Wait for everyone to say no way and give you the list of because. Do this in front of a whiteboard again because your list of because is going to be different with your frontline agents than it was with your leadership team. That's why it's crucial that you don't skip this step because your frontline agents have a much different and closer vantage point than your leadership team does. Not more or less valuable, but definitely critically important to understand their version of because, and that could shift your trial plan. When they give their because, go through the same process of asking the what if questions. What if the post is coming from a smaller market? How many Fitzpatrick Hinkelsteins are in Olathe, Kansas? What if um, it's something we don't need to verify with the customer? Go through the whole thing. Then whiteboard the ideas that you get once you ask the what if question and you see the gears turning and your agents start posting ideas to you. Some of them won't be viable, just like your leadership team. Some of those ideas aren't viable because of the position that your company takes in the organization because of their acceptance of risk levels, different things like that. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Just write all that stuff down. Then augment your your initial trial plan with those realistic ideas that work with your company and your company's guidelines and add those to the trial plan. That's all of step two. Step three is to deploy the try it now trial plan. You've got this plan written down, have the agents try it and stair step up to this. Maybe they try it once a day at first. You make a wig goal out of it. If you go back to episode one, it's uh, titled Socially Supportive and 4DX. There's a link in the show notes or you can hit it from um, iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. Have a listen to episode one again about how to use Socially Supportive and 4DX to make a wig goal out of this and deploy it. Then capture it as a special ops project on your weekly reporting. You can see episode 23 reporting on special ops. Go have a listen to that episode. And this is really important to ensure that your leadership team can see how brilliant you are. Then watch for changes in things. Once you've got this deployed, I want you to be looking at the reporting that you have in your fancy social customer care engagement tool. A few things I would recommend that you check, and you might think of more things to check than this, but off the top of my head, 
ad, I would say watch for changes in things like the number of posts per ticket. Hopefully you're going to see a reduction because your agent isn't sending out questions and then the customer is not having to reply back as many times because the agent is taking on more of the work on their side. And then I also want you to watch average handle time per ticket. Your average handle time could possibly stay the same because remember the amount of overall work is the same that's being done. So it's probably going to take overall the same amount of time. We're just shifting that workload from your customer over to the agent because customers tend to be more satisfied when they discern and interpret that they're having to do less work and that the company is doing more work for them. And then thirdly, as we just said, watch customer satisfaction and NPS, these types of things, because you want to understand whether your customer satisfaction and your NPS scores are increasing as a result of your efforts. And make sure, like I said, that you're reporting out on these results. You can learn how to do this on, again, episode 23, reporting on special ops. So there you have it. Those are three steps to getting you from fine customer experience on social media to fantastic customer experience on social media. As an additional resource, if you want to check it out, I've got a link to the YouTube video that Shep Hyken did about my Try It Now philosophy. It's called Best Customer Service Line Ever, says keynote speaker Shep Hyken. If you Google Shep Hyken, try it now, that's the first result that's going to come up in Google. I'm sure that this will change fundamentally your perspective on how you can deliver fantastic customer service. If you continue to ask yourself all of these questions, ask your team, get a plan around it and deploy, you are going to see results that will benefit your company. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So, head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for craftbeerclub.com today to learn more. All right, that has been an episode in our Rewind Week. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow because these episodes that we are listening to this week are episodes that you probably didn't hear the first time around. And even if you did, you might pick up something new that you didn't pick up last time. So until next time, and even after next time, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.